He said, enjoy yourself. He said, go ahead and take a vacation. Take some time off. Some people don't never take a break. Talking about go and work till you fall out. No, I ain't either. The Lord said, come into a quiet place and rest a while. I ain't going to preach myself in the pulpit till I, if I preach so hard and I feel like I'm about to fall out. I'm going to say, hey, pardon me. Hold on, y'all. Some preachers have preached themselves to where they fell out and died. Yeah. And then you say, well, he died preaching, dude, with God. Wait a minute. Wait a minute now. The Lord said rest. Because he knows you have to take care of this body. This body is his temple. He said if you defile the body, God said he'll destroy. You can defile the body by not taking care of the body. That's right. You know you ain't supposed to be eating them pork chops. My God. My dad was six foot four, five, four hundred plus pounds. He had sugar. He had heart trouble. But he loved them pork chops. And we up here because we know his diagnosis. We trying to stop him as children. We as young teenagers and stuff. We say, Dad, you can't have that. Get out of my way. He loved them pork chops. <laughs> and know them pork chops was messing him up. Did you hear what I said? With gravy, oh Lord. You know the Bible teaches temperance? You know what that is? Self-control. You know, we got to practice self-control. When you find yourself got the case of the can't help it, you better pray and ask the Lord to help you. I just got to have that Coca-Cola. That somebody told me that, that, that and at the hospital, somebody told me their husband, he would down Mountain Dews and Pepsis like it wasn't nothing. He in, the, he, he in the hospital, of course. Of course. Of course. Some roads you travel down lead to destruction. There's no other way. He said, I lay before you a blessing and a curse. There are roads that only lead to one thing, and we got to be careful we're not on that road. Because that road will lead to destruction and we better watch ourselves. Amen. We got to guard ourselves because the devil is tricky and he will make you think it's a small thing. But small things, the little foxes. Amen. Oh, Lord. Right. It ain't some of them big ones. It's them little ones. That's right. It ain't one. Of, it's the little things. And so here it is. It's not the enemy, but it was one of the ones that was in the 12, in the inner circle. And that was the one who covenanted. And he covenanted with them for 30 pieces of silver. Yes, sir. Come on. And they looking for a way to betray him. And he know I can walk right up to him and you know, some people betray you with a kiss. Some people kiss you on your cheek and hate your guts. But it's not what they think about you. Is what you think about them. Some people when they know you hate them. They'll do everything they can to try to destroy you. And try to say that's the Lord. But that ain't the Lord. That, and don't rejoice when your enemy fall. In the book of Ecclesiastes it talks about that. Do not rejoice when your enemy fall. The Lord will turn that thing around and put it on you. You up here. Got the nerve to do a holy 
That ain't God. If you see them down, you say, Lord, be merciful. Lord, Jesus, Lord, save them. Lord, forgive them. We pray for our enemies, for those that despitefully use us. We don't look for them to fall. We don't want, they are going to fall. Didn't I just tell you some roads you go down going to lead to destruction? When they fighting against you, Paul said, when they fight against you, I mean, the Lord told Paul, when they fight against, you fight against me. And he told him, it's hard to kick against the pricks. You ever tried kicking against a spike? The first kick, you'd be like, oh, oh, oh. That's what it's like trying to fight against the church. When you're fighting against the church, it's a losing battle. It's a losing battle. In the end, you lose. I don't care how you think you're making it, you lose it. You are losing. And so he betrays the Lord all over that almighty dollar. I say dollar, but I don't know whatever it was in that time. It's all the same as money. It's madeline. It's love of something that you put in front of God. Amen. And Judas was one of the ones to do it, but he wasn't the only one. Did you hear what I said? Well, let's deal with them just a little bit further. Go to John 12 and 6. The Bible said in John, the 12th chapter and the 6th verse, it said, and let's look at the 4th verse first. It said, then saith one of his disciples, Judas Iscariot, Simon's son, which should betray him. Why was not this ointment sold for 300 pence and given to the poor? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, the ones that's always talking about how we can save money doing this and save money doing that. All they're trying to do is save money to put in their pocket. There's a lot of people that have ulterior motives. Right. Amen. Mm-hmm. Did you hear what I said? Amen. They got ulterior motives. He up there trying to use the poor. You better watch these buzzwords. You know, we got to be careful, especially as black people. Because we are really emotional people. Amen. Now listen to me. Carefully listen. You can have a death at the hospital. I'm a chaplain at the hospital. You can have a death at the hospital and you got a bunch of Caucasian folks. And when they have the death, I ain't saying all the time, but a lot of time. Yeah. They'd be like, hmm. But you get a bunch of black folks. Ah! <laughs> Roll it all over the floor. Ah! <laughs> you're like, Lord. Very emotional. And when your life is ruled by emotions, anybody can control you because they know all you got to do is hit the right emotion. You don't believe it? Preacher know how to get the church jumping. Ha 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 ha! Everybody jumping and shouting, and he ain't saying nothing, but it sound good because he know to push that emotion button, and he can get a response. Leave out of there like the preacher to preach the word. You ask him what he preached. I don't know, but it made me feel good. It made me feel good. Because they know how to pump the crowd up. The devil know how to pump the crowd up. So we got to be careful about getting pumped up by a lot of the hype and really listen. That's right. Amen. Lord gave us two ears and one mouth. 
want us to be swift to hear and slow to speak. When you really listen to what people say, you won't be bamboozled. There's a lot of people out here trying to bamboozle us. Especially as saints of God, there are people out here, the Bible says that the devil, his angels have transformed themselves into an angel of light. And it look like they're of us. But if you listen closely, Amen. <laughs> if you listen closely, Amen. you will find out they ain't like us. You'll find out they don't believe like we believe. They may look like they believe like we believe, but I'm here to tell you they don't believe everything we believe. Amen. We're supposed to speak the same thing. Amen. Did y'all hear what I said? Amen. The Bible said there shouldn't be any division among us. We all supposed to speak the same thing. Amen. If the Bible say that's a goat, I said if the Bible say that's a goat, the Holy Ghost say that's a goat. You're supposed to say that's a goat. You don't say that that's a sheep. Because that ain't what the Bible said. And the Bible is the standard. But what's happened is we've got thousands and thousands of religions out here today. And everybody's saying something different but using the same word. Using the same scripture. Somebody's wrong. Either I'm wrong. You wrong. They wrong. Somebody may be wrong. Amen. We got to stick with what the word says. If the word say it, preach it. Preach the whole road. Yes. Some folks preach just what they want to preach. They say just what they want to say. But you're supposed to preach everything. Amen. And if you ain't preaching it, God will send somebody else. And you're supposed to be able to move out the way and let somebody else come in and fill in the gap. Amen. He gave some apostles. All right. He gave some prophets, mm -hmm. some pastors, mm -hmm. some teachers. Till we what? Come into the unity of the faith. Amen. That means that in order for us to really be made perfect and perfected, everybody ain't got the same anointing. That's right. right. Amen. Maybe Bishop, he got the anointing of healing. That may not be the gift God gave me. I'd be a fool to not let him use what God gave him and stifle the gift that's in him because I'm jealous. Mm -hmm. Jealousy has messed the church up. Yes, it is. Amen. Big eyes and little you. That love of money is messed the church up. Y'all, man, y'all raised 5000 over there. When you come over here, you ain't raised but $20. And do you not know God can add to where you are lacking? Yes. Did you hear what I said? God can add. Your faith doesn't lie in man. The Bible even say cursed is the man that trusts in man and make it flesh his own. That's right. When you're looking at it from your natural eye, you can't see what God sees. The, the prophet told the widow woman, he said that meal won't fail. Amen. That oil won't fail. She had just enough for her and her son, so she thought. Sometimes we think we got just enough, we're going to eat and we're going to die. Some people feel like they're going to die because of this oil price. Some people feel like they're going to die because of the economy. But I'm here to tell you, you're going to eat. Hey, glory. You're going to eat. And you're going to eat. And it won't fail until the Lord send the rain from heaven. You got to have that faith. I don't care what the economy doing. I'm going to make it. Amen. I don't care what they saying or what kind of politics they playing. I'm going to make it. Amen. Because when you're with God, you are going to make it. Because he said he makes us the head and not the tail. Amen. Above and not beneath. He Amen. said you'll lend to many nations and not Amen. borrow. Do we believe that? Amen. 
So we ain't got to sell our soul to the devil. Because God promised us that we're going to make it. When you don't believe God's promises, you look for any kind of way to fill in the gap. You try to make allegiances and alliances with anybody. You can't make alliances and allegiances with anybody. Let me slow up right there. Sometimes we shake hands and partner with the devil. You hear what I said? We know these folks doing all kind of crookedness. We know they doing all kind of crookedness. I can see if you didn't know, but when you know. And you go and make a deal with them and you mix your holy blood, your holy seed, your holy self with their unholiness. Did you hear what I just said? And God is not in that. God wants you to trust him. Believe him. He will help us. He will show us who to go to. Sometimes we think we're supposed to go to this one. And the Lord said, uh-uh, you're supposed to go to that one. But you got to have enough faith to trust God and seek his face and ask him, Lord, what do I do? Sometimes we run and we make allegiances and alliances and we don't ask God. Here it is, the children of Israel, when they were going into the promised land and facing the war, they made allegiances with certain ones they shouldn't have. Certain ones they shouldn't have. Mm -hmm. And they can become a problem. So we got to guard ourselves. We got to be on guard. He said, was not this ointment sold for 300 pence? It could have been sold and given to the poor. And that sound good. This said he. This he said not that he cared for the poor. Don't care nothing about the poor. Some folks ain't caring about no poor. They all for themselves. Poor. Better get out of here. And yet the scriptures tell us the poor we'll always have with us. We better make sure that we're doing what the Lord said. The Lord said we got the poor. We're supposed to look out for the poor. Don't send them away. Ain't no need. Sit them down and I'll take care of them. God can take care of the needs of the people if we just trust him. But when we love money so much, we say later for the poor, more for me. More for me. And God's saying no. This he said, not that he cared for the poor, but because he was a thief and had the bag and bear what was put therein. He was holding the money back. He knew what was in there. Uh You better watch who you let count that offering. You know, some churches, I know a few right now. The ones count the offering were the ones stealing all the money. And I ain't talking about none of them that you know. The ones who were counting the money, you ever heard? (laughs) One for you, one for the church, one for me. Two for the church, one, two for me. I've heard that. My Lord. Yes, I've heard that. We get creative in our counting. And then, and nobody's the wiser. We got to watch. Look, the Bible say watch as well as pray. Amen. While you praying, you need to be. <laughs> I tell a story from time to time. We were cleaning up the church and one of the ladies in the church had left her purse on the stage. And there were some other guys in there doing some work, helping out. And turn around, the guy had stole the sister, the sister's purse wow. right out the church. Do you not think 
I remember James Cleveland, he told him about shouting. He said, but don't shout too much because everybody in the church ain't saved. We better stop bumping our head and acting crazy and wake up. Everybody in the church ain't saved. He said in a great house, there are vessels of gold and silver, some to honor and some to dishonor. He said, when they came before the Lord, the sons of God came before the Lord. Who came with them? Satan. Lord, have mercy. Whenever we come, the devil coming too. The devil want to know what's up. Amen. I'm just messing with you, but that's what I say. <laughs> he want to see what y'all learning. Amen. And so the devil comes too. So we got to be on guard and watchful and prayerful and say, Lord, help us. What I don't see, Lord, see for me. I ain't got eyes in the back of my head, but Lord, you take care of it. Yes, you will. Because don't be crazy and think that the devil is not out here. He's yes, on the he loose, seeking whom he can Amen. devour. Amen. 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 Did you hear what I said? Mm -hmm. Amen. He want to see who he can devour. That's right. Amen. Go to 2 Kings, the fifth chapter. The fifth chapter. And I want to look at the 20th verse. When you got to say amen. amen. The Bible here said, but Gehazi, the servant of Elisha, the man of God, said, Behold, my master has spared name of the Syrian in not receiving at his hands, which he brought. Naaman had gotten healed of his leprosy, came to the man of God, and the man of God did what God anointed him to do. Yeah. Gave him a good word. Sometimes all it takes is a word. Amen. Sometimes all it takes is a look for you to get your deliverance, for you to get your miracle. All it takes is just one thing from the Lord. He ain't got to just touch on you. Look, people, some people want the oil on them all the time. They, oh, lay hands on me. That's good. The Bible said lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. But if they're 100 miles away, speak the word only and my servant shall be healed. That's what he said. We got to have the faith that God can speak a word all the way from Jacksonville and send it to New York and they get healed. Yes. Do we have that kind of faith today? Yes, Lord. Yes, Just speak that word, send it in the atmosphere. His word go out from his mouth and he said it won't return for him. We got to have that kind of faith. Amen. And so the man of God had spoke a word, told him go wash in that old dirty Jordan River and you're going to be healed. At first, he didn't want to do it. Thank God he finally buckled down and did it. Thank God some of us finally buckled down and did what the man of God told us. We resisted it. We fought against it. We didn't want to do it. It seemed so simple. It couldn't be right. We tell him, drink this water. You know, preachers back in the day used to pray over water and say, just drink this water. You're going to be okay. Folks today, they'll fight that thing, boy. Because it seems so simple. How can it work? But God dwells in the simple things. Yes. Did you hear what I said? Yes. The simple things. God can work in the simple thing. And when he works in the simple thing, only those that can come down off their high horse and humble themselves can get it. Amen. He said he didn't give this to many wise. That's Not right. many noble are called. Right. It's too much for them. They can't, their mind, their scientific mind can't wrap around it. So they don't believe that God can heal them. Because science says no way. Amen. You know, a lot of folks are turning to scientists these days. Uh -huh. A lot of folks that ran behind the science. Follow the science. The science say this and the science say that. But I'm here to tell you what did God say. Amen. 
Did you hear what I said? Amen. We're following the scientists, but the Lord said, uh-uh, follow me. Amen. Keep your eyes on me and I will lead and guide you into all truth. Yes. Did you hear that? Amen. There's a lot of truth out here if you would let the Lord lead and guide you. And so here it is. The Bible said, but Gehazi, the servant of Elisha, the man of God said, behold, my master has spared Naaman this Syrian. Why didn't he take something from Naaman? Naaman wanted to give him something. He said, no, I'm good. Amen. Listen to me, y'all. Every time ain't the time to receive. Amen. Just listen to what I'm telling you. There are some times, they said there's a time to get. You know Ecclesiastes talks about that, right? There's a time and a season for everything. When you love money so much, you can be out of time. There is a time to get from people. Some people want to give and there's a time for that. But then there's some time where you got to say no, keep it. You know, sometimes there's a time where you got to say that love offering, you can keep that. Amen. Right? Sometimes there's a time to tell a person, don't worry about it, I forgive you. I know you owe me a lot, but don't worry about it. The slate is wiped clean. But we find it so hard to do it because we're not really holding on to the word of God. But when you hold on to the word of God, you can easily say all is forgiven. Amen. See, people have a problem with forgiving things. Amen. We're letting things go. Mm -hmm. But in this life, you better learn how to forgive, forgive, forgive. Amen. Because people will do you wrong. Yes, I said they will do you wrong. Yes, they will. They will talk about you. They'll scandalize your name because it ain't so much about you. It's about the Jesus in you. Amen. And you got to learn to let them go and be like Jesus and be like all the other ones that said, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. Let it go. We're going to hold it. We let the sun go down on our wrath. Husband and wife go to bed mad at each other. Don't learn how. To, if husband and wife can't forgive, I ain't got no hope for the world. If a husband and a wife can't forgive one another, what the world? What, what look? What they got to look forward to? They can't. Even, they can't even forgive one another. As children, we had to forgive. My brothers did a lot of stuff to me, but I had to forgive them. My daddy, let it go. Okay, let it go. And so when I got to an adult. There were things that I had to just let go. Let God handle it. I'm going to let it go. You forgive it. Don't worry Amen. about it. And it's blessed me all my life. Amen. So we got to learn that. So what happened was he said, my master has spared name of the Syrian and not receiving at his hands, which that which he brought. But as the Lord liveth, I will run after him Amen. and take somewhat of him. He been messed up, man. You see all the money he got and he want to give you a little of it. Master, you Alright, that's all right. you stay there. I'm gonna get this money. I'm gonna get this money. And so the Bible said, so Gehazi followed after Naaman, and when Naaman saw him running after him, he lighted down from the chariot to meet him and said, Is all well? And he said, All is well. My master, lying devil, my master has sent me saying, behold, even now there be come to me from Mount Ephraim two young men. Didn't I just say that the love of money will make you steal from your mama? Another verse in that song said it'll make you lie. Yeah. When you love money, you make up some lies. Yeah. You think of all kind of ways to get money. You'll tell anybody anything. Look at these guys 
on hanging out on the interstate. Hungry. Getting a nice fat check every month. I can appreciate the ones that just write on there. I ain't, I ain't need them. I just want to be here. I already know you want a beer, but at least you was honest about it. Don't mean I'm going to give it to you, but at least you was honest about it. But we make up all kind of lies, and don't tell me the saints won't lie. You get it enough of a predicament, and you'll start lying too if you ain't got Jesus deep, 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 deep on the inside. It'll come on you so quick you won't even realize it. You'll be like, oh, Lord, I didn't just lie. You know the price was $20. Wasn't no price on the ticket when it got to the register. They said, well, how much is this? $5. You see how quick the devil make a fool of you? I, want, I love that extra money in my pocket. I love that extra few dollars. It's only a few dollars too. Most times it's only a few. But just because I love it. It will make us mess up with God. Yes, it will. What will you give in exchange for your soul? You mean to tell me you're going to exchange $15 for your soul? Tax season come around and you gonna lie and say you got five children when you ain't born but two? Oh, <laughs> Lord have mercy. <laughs> what will you give in exchange for your soul? He say speak truth every man with his neighbor. Sometimes the truth will hurt you to say it. You'll be like, <laughs> but you finally say it. You speak the truth. Amen. I speak the truth in God and lie not. <laughs> Your eyes are followed after Naaman. He's telling them my master has sent me. Behold, even now there be come to me from the mount of Ephraim two young men of the sons of the prophet. Give them, I pray thee, a talent of silver and two changes of garment. Mm. Oh, he had even caught, I guess all the way running up to him, he was thinking, how much can I get? How much I get? I just, huh, it look like you got a few dollars. I'm going to say this. But all that time, he should have been listening to the Lord. Amen. Because the Lord don't make you, let you make a fool of yourself without trying to discipline you first. Amen. When Brother Johnson say, no, he is son. Because the Lord must have. The Lord won't let you do it. He's going to try to stop you before you even get there. Before you let it out your mouth and let that lie, the Lord going to prick you in the heart. He ain't going to smack you down, but he's going to poke your rib. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's going to trouble your heart a little. And when you really experience it, the Lord, you know, you'd be like, uh oh. Oh, Lord. And you stop. But when you done got into the place where money is your God, you don't care nothing about that pricking. You keep on running. And so Naaman said, be content, take two talents. Oh, he hit the jackpot now. And he urged him and bound two talents of silver and two bags, two changes of garment, and laid them upon his two servants, and they bear before him. He didn't hit the jackpot. And when he came to the tower, he took them from their hand and bestowed them in the house and he let the men go and they departed. Did you see that? He thought nobody saw. 
Man, I'm telling you, when Jacksonville had them slot machines running and those, them little places where you could go gamble, man, them saints was in there. Come on, Donna. And don't think nobody saw, but God said, I saw you. That's right, that's right. didn't think nobody saw him, didn't think everything was well. He had got it in the house, stashed away. Some people had hit that, 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 ooh, that number. They didn't hit that number now. And they look and they stash it. Don't tell nobody nothing. But God saw it. You don't need to play a number. God is your best number. Did you hear what I said? Acts 2.38 is your best number. When you get saved and in the Lord the right way, you don't need no number. You don't need lotto. You're running after lotto because you love money, but I'm here to tell you whatever you need, God got it. Did you hear what I said? Whatever you need, he give it to you and you won't have no sorrow for the blessings of the Lord make us rich and he had no sorrow to it. You know how many people hit the lotto and mess their lives up? Because it added sorrow. One guy, his granddaughter died. He got, I forget, divorced and people stole hundreds of thousands of dollars. More stress than it was worth. Some folks can't handle a whole lot of money. God gives you according to your servile ability. Yes. Some folks get out of God's time. I said that earlier. I'll come back to it now. Some folks get out of God's time. Some, God knows sometimes that if he give you a whole lot right now, it going to mess you up. Amen. Amen. The Bible say godliness with contentment. We'll get that in a second. He said godliness with contentment is great gain. Great gain. Amen. Amen. God know right now all you need is just enough to make it day by day because if you get a little bit more, you're going to get out there. Some guys, they were trying to escape from the pollutions of the world, but they mess themselves up to get a whole lot and they go right back. The Bible said a dog returned to his vomit. You know how nasty that is to go back to the stuff you used to do? Like a sow and a wallowing in the mire. You just clean yes. that pig up. You clean old Willie up. And then Willie, as soon as you clean him up, he go right back at him. That's how it is when we go back into the world and into the things we used to do. It's like we're wallowing in that nasty muck and mire all over again. So God don't want us doing that. So God takes you slowly to build you up. And he gives you just enough. You know, when the children of Israel left out of Egypt and they went into the wilderness, the Lord gave them enough to sustain them day by day. And some of us, we in the wilderness experience. And so God gives us just enough to sustain us daily. Did you hear what I just said? And the only day that they could take a little extra was, I believe it was, so the Sabbath, they wouldn't work. So I guess it was Friday. They would take a little extra. And that would, that would keep over till the next day. But every other day, just take enough for that day. Because when you get to the promised land and you know and he's gotten rid of all of the unbelief and the doubt. And he's gotten rid of all of those that don't have the faith that they need. When they got to the promised land, it was a land flowing with everything they need more than enough. 
When God bring you into the promised land, it'll be overflowing. And then when you get to the promised land, don't do like the man and say, I got many goods laid up for many years. I'm going to pull these barns down and I'm going to build bigger. Don't hoard it all for yourself. Amen. God and bless some people. I ain't saying they played the lotto now. This is different. He blessed some people. And here it is. They got more than enough for them. They got enough for others too. And they end up hogging it all for themselves, feeling like God didn't give it all for themselves. He didn't give it all for you to keep all for yourself. The man in the Bible in the Old Testament, when the Lord had spoke by the prophet and said he was going to open up the window in heaven. And here it was, the lepers, the lepers got on their way. They said, if we stay here, we're going to mess up. And if we go there, we might mess up too. So let's just go. And when they got to the camp of the Syrians, God had sent a wind, a noise. He sent it through there, and they got gone, and they left everything. Amen. And so when they got all of the blessing, after they collected for themselves, they looked around and said, what we're doing is not good. We better watch ourselves or some mischief befall us. Amen. You can hold on to it too long and don't distribute it, and some mischief will befall you. That's right. And so they went back into mm -hmm. Samaria and they told everybody and the people ran and the man who didn't have the faith to believe who said, how can this thing happen? If God made windows in heaven, how can this thing be? They trampled on him and the prophet's word came to pass. You better watch yourself when the preacher say, let's go to the other side. You better say, come on, let's go. You don't say, how can we go to the other side? We ain't got a boat. Some people want to know everything. How are we going to get there? Where are we getting the money from? All you got to do is just go. And God will provide. We want to know everything. Amen. Did you hear what I just said? Amen. Preacher can't say anything anymore and you just believe it and trust it and go on. He ain't telling you nothing. That ain't scripture. He tell you, let's go. Amen. Sometimes you need to travel. He say, let's go travel. Let's go to wherever we got to go. And you say, I ain't got no money. Did he ask you? Did you hear what I just said? Amen. Did he ask you? Did you have any money? The Lord said, let's go to the other side. And then he went and got sleep. But when it was going to the other side, the wind and the rain came and all of that and it started blowing. But the yes. Lord wasn't worried because his word had went out. He said, we're going to the Amen. other side. Amen. If the Lord then spoke something into your life, if he's blessed you with something, I guarantee you what he's blessed you with, he will keep it. Listen to me. Listen carefully. He will keep it. He's able to keep it. Amen. He don't bless you with something that he ain't able to keep. And if, Amen. if he take away the first, guess what he going to do? He going to establish the second. If he takes something away from you, he got something even better right behind it. Amen. This is what it's about. By teaching again in this word and letting you know what does say of the Lord. Because when people don't understand how the Lord views things, we mess up. So we got to use it and see it from the eyes of the Lord. Let me come on and bring this thing. He said, he went in and stood before his master. And Elisha said unto him, whence comest thou, Gehazi? And he said, thy servant went no whither. I ain't going to her. Are you going to where? And the Bible said, and he said unto him, went not mine heart with thee. When the man turned again from his chariot to meet thee, be 
careful who you're lying to. Mm -hmm. Amen. Amen. I just, I, you have to reestablish the power in the pulpit. We as preachers have to establish that power. Amen. People ain't scared to lie to the preacher. None. Amen. Look you in your face, Bishop, and say, I ain't do that. Don't know you saw him do it. You know, kids these days, they look in your face. I ain't do nothing. I ain't do, and look so innocent. I ain't do nothing. And know they lying. And that's how saints will do. I ain't do nothing. But the Bible say, he that covers his sin shall not prosper. That's right. That's right. If God has confronted you with your sin, be like David and give glory to God and say, I have sinned. Yes. If God confronts you with your sin. Amen. See, God don't always confront you. Sometimes he gives you space to repent on your that's own. Right. That's right. He ain't uncovering everything now. Sometimes he'll work with you to let you go before him in prayer and say, Lord, please forgive me. That's right. And then he said, if we would judge ourselves, you will not be judged. Amen. Do y'all know that word is in there? Some people think they're going to go before the Lord and he's going to pick out every sin they done done. But if they done repented and then turned from it and then that which is lawful and right, I read in the scripture, he said, he will take it and mention it no more. That's what he said. Did you hear that? That's what he said. He said, he ain't going to mention that no more. You ain't got to worry about hearing about that no more because you done turned. And you done given it up. And so you ain't got to stand for that right there, but you may stand something else. Oh, y'all getting this tonight. He went in and stood before his master, and Elisha said unto him, Where are you coming from, Gehazi? He said, Thy servant went no whither. He said unto them, Went not mine heart with thee when the man turned again from his chariot to meet thee? Is it a time to receive money and to receive garments and olive yards and vineyards and sheep and oxen and men servants and maid servants? Is this the time for that? You out of time. Amen. It's not the time for that. There will come a time when God will shower down and open up the window and shower down a blessing. Amen. When I left from UPS, people asked me, how are you going to make it? I told him, if you can tell me how a man walk on water, I'll tell you how I'm going to make it. Well, they ain't asked me no more questions after that. But the Lord said it was time to go from UPS. When God say go, every day you spend there afterwards, you mess it up. Amen. When he say go, get thee out of thy father's house, out of thy father's country, Amen. into a land that I will show thee. Amen. Abraham got gone, Amen. and God blessed him. And so I left, but the Lord said when I left, the Lord spoke to my heart and said, it's going to be a little tight for a little while. And so I had to make do with what I had. I didn't get no new suits and all that. I made do with what I had, but God blessed me. Amen. I didn't lose my home. Listen to me. I lost my car because I didn't understand. You know, sometimes you can lose stuff because you didn't understand. Don't tell me what you don't know can't hurt you because what you don't know can hurt you. Yes, it will. And so I didn't hear the voice of the Lord. And so I end up losing that because I, if you don't follow the leading of the Lord, you can mess up. But I didn't lose anything else. And I ain't lost nothing else since. Did you hear what I said? Amen. God will sustain you in the midst of the desert. Yes, he will. In the midst of a dry place, God yes. will prepare yes. a table before you, even in the midst of your enemies. Yes. Yes. People are scared. What are we going to do? How am 
I just told you. He will take care of you because you are his child. And he's your daddy. And because he's your daddy, you can ask what you will and he will bless you. All you got to do is have the faith to believe it. It wasn't the time to receive. Gehazi messed up. The man of God didn't take it. If the man of God, people ain't watching the preacher no more. Did y'all hear man? And he said, why you keep dealing with the Bible? I don't know. God knows. But people ain't watching the preacher no more. Mark the perfect man. Look at, watch the preacher. Amen. If the preacher move, you move. Preacher walking out the door, you still standing around running your mouth. Did y'all hear what I just said? <laughs> Getting yourself in trouble with a bunch of gossip. The preacher that left the place, and then you should have been leaving too. Come on, let's go. Let's go. <laughs> but we ain't keeping our eyes on the preacher who he think he is. I got anointing. God gave me a word. I got the Holy Ghost. <laughs> You're almost like Moses. I mean, uh, Miriam and Aaron. Don't God speak to us? Yes. Don't God speak to me? Mm -hmm. Yeah, but. <laughs> and much more. He speak to Moses. He speak to his man more than he telling you something. Amen. I'm here to tell you that God had a special anointing for Moses and Miriam and Aaron. They got messed up with it and the Lord put leprosy on Miriam. Running her mouth about the man of God. We got to be careful. Amen. So it wasn't a time for Gehazi to receive and the man of God said, it ain't the time. Is this the time for that? He said, the leprosy therefore of Naaman shall cleave unto thee mm -hmm. and unto thy not only did you mess yourself up you messed your seed up he said forever and he went out from his presence a leper as white as snow mm -hmm. because you were out of time and you got yourself in something that messed not only you up but your children you can get in debt you want everything. You're trying to keep up with the Joneses and you get yourself in debt running behind trying to keep up with all the latest fads, trying to keep up with everything that everybody else got. Let God bless you. God can bless you, but wait. You don't know what the Joneses are doing to keep what they got. You don't know how much dope they selling to keep that Mercedes in their yard. Man, bless God, Bishop. I know you ain't selling no dope, but bless God. Lord Bishop, a Mercedes, man, that ain't no poor man's game. I'm going to tell you that much. A Mercedes is some upkeep, boy. You got to have a nice pocket for that. Or you got to be close and in touch with God and he blessing you. Amen. One of the two. Thank you, Jesus. Hey, there you go, mother. Thank you, Jesus. God was again. Thank you, Jesus. But I can't keep up with Bishop Cobb if God ain't told me to go get one. I'm getting one because he got one. What in the world wrong? Trying to keep up with everybody else and you ain't keeping up with God. God got a perfect time to bless and raise you up. Amen. And he will do it. Yes, he will. <laughs> that pinto, keep driving the Pinto until God bless you to come up a little higher. In fact, that Pinto is good right now with them gas. <laughs> Everything old is new again, huh? <laughs> Land. Go to First Timothy six and six. I can't get to all of this, but I just want to give you this. 
The Bible here said this in 1 Timothy 6 and 6. But godliness with contentment yes. is great gain. Great man. When you got godliness and you content, that is great. Listen to me. You got God and you content. I'm happy with this house I got. Amen. When God ready to give me a new house, he going to come and get me. Did you hear what I said? He going to come and get me. He going to move on me and make everything right. He going to set everything up perfect and in order. And you ain't going to have a whole lot of stress and a whole lot of struggle. God going to bless it and it's going to be right. All you got to do is wait on the Lord. I waited patiently on the Lord. He inclined unto me. He brought me up out of the muck, out of the miry clay. He set my feet on a rock and established my going. When you wait on God, it works. He said, godliness with contentment is great gain. Hey, glory. For we brought nothing into this world. What in the world? You came out your mama womb. You didn't come out with a gold brick. With a Rolex. You didn't come out with a pair, a nice suit. You came out butt naked. Amen. Right? Amen. And so he uses this analogy to get us to think we brought nothing in this world and it is certain we can carry nothing out. You trying to save all your money up to leave it to Pookie. And Pookie a fool. Pookie gonna smoke up, drink up, blow all your money and you ain't enjoying none of it. And you left it a pookie and a couple of months later, it's gone. Why can't you go and enjoy yourself? Why I got to say that twice? Maybe God is saying it twice to get you to really understand. Some of us are getting older now. Take to enjoy yourself. I ain't saying go and go commit sin. Everything you ain't sinful. You can go and take a break and go visit somebody. Go do something you've been wanting to do for a while. What in the world? We brought nothing in this world and it's certain we can carry nothing out. All of the money that they tried to bury with the pharaohs and with those that were great kings and stuff, they buried them with it. They buried some people with them too. And when they came and opened the tombs up years and years later, it was still there. Amen. <laughs> it's certain we can carry nothing out. So it pays for us to be content. Amen. It pays for us to be satisfied with what God has given us. It pays for us to be satisfied with our wife, with our husband, Come on. with whatever it is God has given us. Mm -hmm. Everybody looking for something new. You better be careful. The grass ain't is look green on the other side of it. Mm -hmm. Everything that glitter ain't gold. They look all good. They, they, oh man, they got their hips and all that. They don't know you got 10 spanks on to hold it all in and you can't hardly breathe because you're. <laughs> and don't let them spanks pop. Boing, anything go all everywhere. But you thought you had something hot. You see these beautiful hair I got? These pretty eyes. You think you got something, but you ain't got what you think you got. Amen. But when you got somebody that's beautiful on the inside, Amen. it shows up on the outside. Amen. 
We got to be beautiful from the inside. The king's daughters, I hope they ain't got God that we get beautiful on the inside. Amen. If we clean up what's inside, if we be loving and not nasty and mean and hateful and just nasty, then I'm telling you what, God will show it up on the outside. Yes. You'll have a glow about you. People will say, I know you are saying you glowing. You got to be living right. You just glowing. Anybody ever told you that? Yes. You glowing. Mm -hmm. Say, I know you got to be a preacher. You're glowing. Mm -hmm. You just got, you look like a preacher. Thank God. Thank God. I got a look. I didn't get that look. God gave me that look. God did that thing. He said, we brought nothing in this world and certainly we can carry nothing out and having food and raiment. Let us be there with content. Amen. If you got food, if you got clothes to put on, there was something God promised us. I'm gonna let you go. He said, "Listen, the birds of the air, the leaves, all of that." He said, "God take care of them. He gonna take care of you." Amen. He said, "Take no thought, no thought what you should eat. Amen. Take no thought what you should put on." You worrying about what you're going to eat tonight. Some people sitting in the church worry about what snack they're going to eat. Take no thought. They worry about what they're going to put on for work tomorrow. Take no thought. You know, I've been doing so well since I started. Now, I ain't saying this for everybody, but since I started just getting my clothes in the morning, whatever I put my hand on, that's what I'm going to wear. And I have really been blessed. Some people, they take an hour. Am I preaching? <laughs> Take no thought. Some people write all kinds of speeches and what they're going to say and how they're going to say it. Take no thought. Amen. The Holy Ghost will give you what to say Amen. when you need to say it. I'm going to leave this alone and let some of these other preachers come up here. May God bless you and heaven smile upon you. Praise the Lord. Y'all come on, give, give him another hand clap of praise. Thank God for the word. Woo. It's right, isn't it? Man shall not lead by bread alone, but by every word that proceeded out of the mouth of God shall man live thereby. Amen. So we certainly thank the Lord. Amen. For that word tonight. Praise God. Coming from Ella Gerard. Amen. We thank God. Amen. The word is right. It's tight, but it's right. Amen. Amen. So tonight, amen, we have Bishop Polite here with us. Amen. We hadn't heard from him in a long time. Amen. So he got to come up and say something. Amen. For the Lord. Praise God. So Bishop Polite, put your hands together for us. Let's say praise the Lord, everybody. Amen. Let's give our honorees a hand praise. Amen. Can we stand and honor them tonight? Amen. Hallelujah. All over the house. Let's stand and Amen. Let's give him another hand of praise tonight in the name of the Lord. Amen. For the work of the Lord. Amen. Still, amen. Still have your hands. Amen. To the plow. Praise God. Thank God for Bishop Cobb. Amen. Thank God for Marianne Cobb. Praise the Lord. Amen. We go back 30 something years. Amen. We almost came to the Lord together. Praise God. Amen. Still on the battlefield. Amen. For the Lord. Praise God. So we just thank God tonight. Amen. For this anniversary tonight. Amen. Certainly, it's a blessing 
Amen. To have a man of God. Amen. With the companion, praise the Lord. You know, that loves the Lord. Amen. Praise God. Amen. Because many do not. Amen. Hallelujah. But amen. A real shepherd does praise the Lord. Amen. Watch over the flock. Amen. Yes, Take sir. care of the flock. Praise God. Amen. Amen. So we do thank God for you. Praise the Lord. Amen. Glad to come out tonight. Amen. To celebrate with you tonight. Amen. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Thank God for you. Praise God. Amen. For your tenure. Praise the Lord. Amen. And so we thank God. Amen. For the word of the Lord. Amen. Thank God. Amen. For our speaker tonight. Praise the Lord. Amen. Let's give God a hand praise. Amen. For the word of the Lord. Yes, Lord. In Jesus' name. The Bible said, word spoken in due season, how sweet it is. Amen. Praise God. So it's always good to know and hear from the Lord. Praise God. Amen. To each of you. Amen. To Mother Taylor. Amen. Sister Smith. Praise God. Amen. We go way back as well. Amen. Almost 40 years. Praise the Lord. Long time. Amen. Long jeopardy. Praise God. Amen. Walking with God. Amen. Haven't given up. Praise God. Hallelujah. Haven't stopped. Praise God. Amen. Even when my wife passed away. Amen. Back in September. Praise the Lord. I tell you, God is strengthening me. Amen. Along the way. Praise God. Amen. It's been a rough journey after being married for 39 years and two months and 15 days. Amen. I got it down to the last day, Sister God. <laughs> 15 days. Praise the Lord. Amen. I love her. I miss her so much. Praise the Lord. And then my aunt passed away. Amen. Minister Cutwhite passed away. Amen. The same month. Praise God. Amen. Two preachers' wives passed. Amen. The same month. Amen. That's really something. Praise the Lord. But Paul said, having obtained help from the Lord. Amen. We continue. Hallelujah. Unto this day. Amen. God is still good. Amen. In spite of. Hallelujah. We give him praise. Praise God. Amen. Love your wife. Amen. Love your husband. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Do it God's way. Amen. So y'all be encouraged. Amen. Hallelujah. Stay with God. Amen. God bless you. Amen. In Jesus' name. Amen. Thank God. Amen. Bishop Polite, praise God. It's good to see him. Praise God. And amen. Once again, praise God. We know that they've been going through something, but thank God. Amen. You're still holding on. That's what we got to do. We got to hold on to this thing. Praise God. Amen. Thank God for Minister Cup. We want him to come. Yes, Amen. Thank God for the word. Amen. He said, thank God for the word. Praise God. Amen. Amen. It's good to see them. Praise God. We appreciate them. And thank God for them staying on the battlefield. Praise yes. God. Amen. Loving the Lord. Yes, Lord. That's what this thing. Amen. Amen. Somebody said running on to see what the end's going to be. Amen. Amen. That's what it's about tonight. Amen. So we thank God for that tonight. Amen. So at this time, praise God, we're going to see if our bishop, Amen. Our pastor here, amen, at New Life, Bishop Thaddeus Cobb. And it's good to be, amen, here, amen, with him, praise God. Amen. amen. If anybody can say he's still holding on, amen, he's still holding on, praise God. God bless him, amen. Into his hands at this time. afflictions. Amen. I thank God for Bishop Polite tonight. Amen. I called him up and he said, well, I'll be there. Amen. Amen. And I praise God. I know I got praise God heart problems. Amen. I said, oh, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> he moved that fast. <laughs> but thank God, man. We go way back. Amen. Praise God. 
Amen. Sometimes we laugh with names, not even funny. Amen. <laughs> Praise God. Amen. Because we know, amen, there's some things that we did laugh about a long time ago. Amen. Praise God. Amen. It really was funny. Amen. Praise God. But we thank the Lord. Amen. Praise God for still to be here. Amen. Praise God in the presence of the Lord and give glory to God. Amen. Praise God and thank the Lord.